Hello and welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is episode 140. John and Wendy talk to Holly Reeser and Sydney Evans of the HR Sessions Podcast. I'm your host, John. And I'm Wendy. How are you tonight, John? Wendy, I couldn't be better. Another crossover. <laughs> I, I love this. this awesome. I love this. We yeah. are incredibly excited to be introducing Holly and Sydney to a lot of you. I'm sure you're looking at this going, who in the world are the HR session folks? <laughs> We're really excited to be able to introduce them to many of you. And we want to thank Greg Buck at the outset for making the introduction. Yeah. I had an opportunity to talk to Holly and really impressed with what these ladies are doing and, and getting started. And we're going to be talking a lot about them and their background and, and how in the world they came up with the idea. Wendy, I, I don't know about you, but it, it's great to see new shows and new energy being being brought in for sure. Oh, for sure. I think it's very exciting. And, you know, I, I love that. I, I love how open and and welcoming that we have made this space um, and, and the podcasting world, quite honestly, um, we've talked about it in the past, but this, the, the podcasting community is one of the most welcoming communities I've, I've ever been a part of. And so I'm glad that um, these two took a chance and created a podcast so that we can talk to them. Absolutely. And again, I, as we were telling Holly and sitting before we got started, I think this is the 10th crossover in total. I think it's crazy. We, we love doing this. And if you are an HR podcaster that might be interested and you're listening and we haven't talked, shoot us a note. Let's talk more. Yeah, It might be a match there. Well, listen, we got a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. We got a lot uh, with, with both these ladies. I'm going to let you make the introduction and we will get started. Awesome. So we'll start with Holly. Uh, Holly Reeser is a senior at Indiana University Bloomington studying human resource management. She is Hoosier born and raised and is looking forward to starting her career after she graduates this December. And second, we have Sydney Evans, who is also a senior at Indiana University studying human resource management with a minor in education policy. Excited about that. So she works at the O'Neill School of Public and Environmental Affairs Career Hub as a peer educator and is a campus recruitment coordinator for Ascend Indiana. After graduating in May, she hopes to be in an HR rotational program or to be working as an HR generalist. Well, ladies, welcome to the show. We are super thrilled to have you here with us tonight. But we always ask our first question of what is in your glass? See, mine is so lame. I just have water. Nothing exciting. <laughs> I got some water in my Pizza X cup. Um, that's usually what I drink these days. Pizza X, is that a local pizza place? Yeah, it's like one of the main pizza places. So very much like right. an IU-themed cup. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. How about you, Holly? So I have just about the most college drink you can find. I have a Truly Lemonade with me. So <laughs> that's what's in my cup. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> Love it. We're not going to ask you for ID, so no. um, <laughs> which we haven't had to ask anywhere near that question on this show. But again, we barely uh, make it. <laughs> we get water a lot. I think that is the most popular COVID cocktail, as it were. Typically, ladies, we ask, "How does somebody get started in this world of HR?" I guess in your case, though, talk to us a little bit about how you decided to pursue this as a degree track. I say for me, I kind of like tell this story a lot. I'm sure Holly's heard it too, but I always like wanted to be a teacher, hence like my minor in education policy. Um, And my mom's a teacher and I told her I was interested and she told me not to be a teacher. Um, So there went that. So, (laughs) and um, I always knew I was interested in 
like helping people. And I also liked business at the same time. So my mom actually pitched to me um, HR and I did um, HR for DECA. I don't know if you guys know DECA, but it's just like a business competition type thing. Um, and I really enjoyed it um, and found out that, you know, O'Neill Spia has um, an HR major and I just really fell in love with it. I really didn't know too much about it at first. I think it was kind of like, I guess, the typical like hire fire thing that everyone kind of thinks at first. Um, but now I know it's like a super strategic role and I just love it so much. Yeah, just kind of echoing what Cindy said, you know, um, when I first came into college, my route was Kelly and i quickly learned that was not for me. (laughs) And thankfully, my um, older sister, she is a recruiter at the Finish Line headquarters. So she kind of told me her day to day and I got to understand more about what an HR role really looks like. And so I decided to pursue uh, management at first and then switched over quickly to HR management, very similar. Um, But just understanding the people aspect and like Sydney said, really helping people is what drew me to it. And when I kind of took a step back and analyzed my personality and what would fit me best. You know, I'm outgoing. I like to um, build relationships and reach out, um, have that cold contact aspect and um, really understand where people's values lie. I love learning about people and um, just learning more about what their deep passions are and, you know, what they're going to school for and what they're passionate about. So um, I figured that HR would be for me. And then ever since I've been in this role as a sophomore, I absolutely love HR and all of the people I've met and professors and classes. Sydney, you will be happy to know, maybe mm-hmm. maybe happy. I actually have a master's degree in education. And my parents, say, uh, both, my parents were both career teachers and they did not want me to go into the profession either. <laughs> it, took me, it took me just a little bit. I actually taught before I got into HR. I'm totally there. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see teaching. I feel like it'd be so fun. But now I feel like with the pandemic, I'm like, I'm so glad like I'm not graduating <laughs> this year and trying to get a job as a teacher. Like I will stick with HR like I'm good. <laughs> yeah, that would be hard right now because, you know, would you be in the classroom? Would you have to do a combination? Oh, that would who knows? <laughs> I can answer that question as I'm married to a teacher. <laughs> there you go. Well, she, she is working out of a cart. It depends <laughs> on where you class. are, too, you know. Um, right, right. You know, South Dakota, well, parts of South Dakota are still open. Our, my city is still open. <laughs> for now. Knock on wood that we're still open for a while. We've talked with people who are brand new in the career. Um, and I think we've talked with one other person who was still in school when we actually talked with them. So we find it fascinating as, as people who really didn't set out to be in HR. It's fascinating to me that someone chooses this because it wasn't an option. <laughs> it really wasn't mm-hmm. an option when I went to school. But now it's it's a more robust, so you get it, you get to have internships and that sort of thing. And I know you both have. So tell us a little bit about the classes and which one you think best prepared you for your internship. I feel like okay, I love the classes like it's been. I think they've been really helpful. I'm trying to think of one like specifically that stood out to me. I think the classes do like a great job. So like I mentioned, I want to be like a generalist or something like that. So they do like a great job of exposing me to all like areas of HR. Um, if I had to pick one. I can pick two. One is like you have, and I'm not just saying this because I work for career services, but you have to take (laughs) a career development class like it's required. And I found that super helpful because you just learn how to like network and write your resume, cover letter, all things like that. And then also we have to take a strategic HR class. I found that super helpful just to learn more about strategy. And that's had me super interested. Um, But like I said, you can literally take a class on every single facet. And I find those all really helpful. 
Yeah, I actually have two classes um, that I really enjoyed. So obviously, human resource management kind of opened the gate to um, all things HR and learning more about um, what all the faucets entail. But I think one of them that I really enjoyed was business presentations. And on the opposite side, it was actually through the Kelly School of Business. But it taught me so much about how to pitch myself and um, you know, just to how to like sell what I, what skills I have, and it's helped me in a lot of interviews. And it simply was just me standing in front of the class and um, reading off some scripts or coming up with a with a pitch and you know bringing it to the class. I mean, it was just you know four to five different presentations throughout the whole semester. But I think it really taught me more about how to hold myself professionally and um, how to speak to professionals. And again, just kind of um, have my elevator pitch ready. And I think it's helped me so much in my uh, networking so far. What did both of you learn in the internships that maybe surprised you? In other words, you go in thinking it's going to be this and it it really is that. What was a a big aha or takeaway from those experiences? These are such good questions. I think for me, I kind of learned about what I don't like per se. So like one internship I had, um, it was a really great learning experience. You know, it was in compensation. I don't really want to go into compensation, but I learned a lot from it. I also learned that like I need to talk to people to survive. I was like in this basement for like six hours, like three times a week. And I was just like going crazy. Like I have to be constantly talking to someone. So I kind of learned, yeah, don't like compensation, but learned a lot and don't like being left alone, which I think Holly can agree with as well. We're pretty talkative. (laughs) So I'm laughing over here because Sydney kind of literally took that away from me. I learned exactly (laughs) kind of what I don't want to do, but I realized that I was in the benefits department for this company and I realized how important it was. Um, But it was very policy-based what I was doing and it really opened my eyes to how much HR is policy-based and how important it is to stick to um, different regulations and rules. So I learned more about how to play by the book. But also um, another thing I learned was about project management, how to um, get people's time and also understand um, who to involve, keep that communication going throughout a project from beginning to end. Now, you know, I asked those questions because you might very well get that in a job interview. We've been doing this we a long time. I've interviewed a lot of interns. <laughs> Let's talk about that. So you're wrapping up school and, and you're starting that job search and I'm sure you're both active in it now. You talked about things you know you probably don't want to do, which is always a great thing to have that perspective at the outset, you know, specific industries or or jobs that you're targeting and why those particular places or things? I say, I think for me, there's no like specific industry. I guess there's like some that I don't really like, I guess, care about per se. Like, and again, Holly can agree to this. There's one company about, and no like disrespect to them. Like I love them as a company, but they're all about cars. And I'm like, I, they literally asked me if I like cars. I'm like, I don't really care about cars at all. So, and I didn't get the internship, but um, I say for me, it's more about just like the role instead of like the industry. If I had to like pick an industry, like I like healthcare and like retails are kind of the two that come to mind in terms of like roles. Um, I'm wanting to keep it open. So like, you know, Wendy read in my bio earlier, I'd love to be in like an HR rotational program or like an HR generalist. Um maybe something in like university relations, like recruiting, something like that. Those are my main ones. I say I really like recruiting, but as I've like found out through like interviews and stuff, I don't want to be a part of a staffing agency. That is just like not a good fit for me. Like I can tell that right off the bat, like I'm competitive, but not, not, not in that way. I don't think I'd be very good at it. 
So in a couple of our podcast episodes, we had touched on this with our guests and Sydney and I were kind of asking each other, should we be applying to generalist roles? Should we be applying to more specific roles like Intel acquisition or recruiting or what should we look for? So I kind of done a little bit of both. There's some generalist roles that I've applied to. Um, but I'm also focusing on talent acquisition. And um, Sydney had mentioned she uh, wasn't interested in staffing companies, but I actually just applied to three of them. So I'm hoping that <laughs> I can kind of go in that recruiting route. Um, but again, I'm very open to a generalist role, getting my foot in the door, kind of understanding how HR works in all faucets. But I would be very open to both talent acquisition kind of recruiting role or generalist role. So um, in no specific industry, really just trying to get um, a job in these times and kind of get my feet wet. Well, you know, you can do recruiting outside of a staffing firm, right? Because that's what yes. I do. Yes. I, you know, I'm, I'm in talent acquisition at a large hospital. And, you know, it really is going to depend on, you know, the larger the organization you're in, the more you're going to need to specialize. There are zero generalists in my organization. No, nobody does everything. Those are kind of some things when you're doing your job search to think about the smaller the organization, the more you're going to be able to do a little bit of everything. If you know there's areas you don't like, um, I'm right there with you with comp, uh, don't benefits, <laughs> no payroll, no payroll, no payroll, <laughs> no payroll, yeah. no payroll. Don't please don't put me in charge of people's checks. So I think, you know, those it's just some things to think about as, as you're looking. Um, I've pretty much mostly done talent acquisition, thought I would wanted to be a generalist. I did that for a while, hated it. Now I'm back in talent acquisition and um, enjoying, enjoying it. I, and I think the other thing that's cool about HR is you can go different places and do different things. Let's talk a little bit about your podcast, because that's why we're here tonight and why we're chatting with you, which is fantastic. Tell us a little bit about why you got started, your format, and what have you learned so far that surprised you the most? Well, I am just so excited about it. It all started um, during quarantine, of course. We're all coming up with creative ideas of how we should spend our time. And I was like, oh, I want to start a podcast. So I just went ahead on Amazon, bought the podcast stuff, and was like, okay, now what do I do with it? And Sydney and I have became super close as we were both in the Human Resource Association. So I knew we both liked HR and very passionate about it. And we were both um, seeking careers and in the same grade. So I was like, this would be perfect if I would team up with her. Um, we both have different a, set, a different set of connections. So I found that it would be perfect to have her as a partner. So I reached out and she was like, so down for it. Basically, the format we use, I learned this through a connection. Uh, her name's Kristen Lampkin, and she has her, her own podcast as well. And she had mentioned she uses Anchor. So um, it's a very easy tool to use on our phone. And the one thing that I love about the podcast is well, really why it started. Before going into my internship, which was my first one this past summer, I had a lot of questions going in. Um, of, of, of how to go about the whole internship process, not only for looking for one, but also how to enter uh, the workforce. And I wanted to utilize this platform as a way to connect with professionals that could speak to students on how to network, how to look for jobs, um, you know, what's the right way to speak to a professional or what route would fit best for them. So I just wanted to have this platform to show students where to get those resources because I was in that place at one time. And I know for freshmen and sophomores, it seems as it seems too early to start networking, but it's never too early. So I wanted to um, utilize this and hopefully people 
uh, will be able to listen, but the whole intent was to uh, target undergraduate students pursuing uh, a career in HR. So um, one thing that's really surprised me, and I know Cindy probably have an answer after this, people are so open to speaking on the podcast. I know we have a lot of people that we listed as guests and we were so excited to reach out to them. And we were like, you know, if they don't answer, it's all right. At least we we did our part and people were so willing to to speak and to connect and give those you know, different pieces of advice to students. So I found that as the most surprising, um, just the willingness to help us students. I know there's a lot of established podcasts such as you guys. So um, just the fact that we're able to have those guests want to speak to college students who haven't even began a career in HR yet um, has been the most surprising, but the most um, exciting as well. I say going off of that, yeah, the support has been really nice. I think like Definitely like the majority of people that have been on our podcast, like we have not like talked to before or maybe like one of us hasn't. Um, so it's been really nice getting like to know people um, in terms of like things that have been surprising. I think I can talk about like two really fast. One is that like podcasting is so hard. Like I, I thought it was going to be like so simple, but it, like, I mean, you guys know, I feel like coming, it's almost like improv and I'm so bad at improv. Like, when people are talking, I'm like, what should I say next? Like, I have to be actively listening, like, so hard. Um, so that's one thing. And then two, not, like, surprising, but, like, I've enjoyed, like, learning about, you know, people's career paths. And there's been, you know, a lot of people, I think, Wendy, you mentioned it earlier, like, Holly and I, we knew we wanted to go into HR, you know, for the most part. Whereas these people, like, who did we talk to that? I think it was like Brianna. Like she went to Ball State. There's a million people that went to Ball State, which is funny, but went to Ball State for like criminal justice and like ended up in HR. So I think it's been, you know, surprising to see how their career paths are like so different than ours. Um, but yeah, it's really exciting to just learn about their career path and, you know, what they're doing now. So it's been a lot of fun and I'm super um, grateful that Holly reached out to me. It's been a great experience. How'd you come up with your title? Okay, I can take this. It was actually my sister who's also named Holly. Like she came up with it. So I guess I can't take credit. But I knew I wanted to do something like, I guess, creative. So like it's HR sessions. Actually, it's just kind of Holly's idea too. Both Hollies came up with this idea. So the HR is Holly Reeser. And then the SE in sessions is Sydney Evans. So it's a fun little creative thing there. <laughs> nice. And I assume the intent would be to continue this once you're wrapped up with school and keep going forward. Originally just wanted to do the one semester, but now we're like, this is going great. Like, let's keep it going. So I don't know how long we're going to do it, but I mean, I'm down to continue it for as long as Holly wants to. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree. And, um, you know, like Cindy said, we had no idea where this was headed. But now that we've had a couple episodes in, I think it'd be great to see, um, you know, just see us evolve through the episodes, starting with us being seniors looking for a career. And then I want to continue this to show how we got into our career, you know, how we've evolved over the years and um, how we've made our connections and gotten to where we are today. So I think it'd be great to extend it um, for a couple of years now. How many episodes in now are you? I was looking at today. I think we have eight posted, Good. Um, but we have some others I think recorded or I don't know. We're recording a lot this week. We have like two tomorrow. So it's <laughs> very, they somehow ended up all in the same week. I don't know, but so we are working a lot on getting those um, episodes out weekly. You're getting ready to beat the average, so kudos to you. you know, <laughs> yeah. Literally, I mean, the average is nine to ten. If you're at eight and you've got several in the can, obviously, hint, hint, for those listening to this, we're going to be on their show, so go listen to it uh, <laughs> once it's out. 
thank you for acknowledging the difficulty of this. It is (laughs) not only in the delivery as such, but also behind the scenes, the, all the stuff we do. It's a different perspective when you think, oh, it's going to be fun. I hit record and start talking. That is fun. This is tremendous fun. Some of the other stuff, eh, Wendy and I agree, like <laughs> yeah. we do it, but maybe not so much. There, there's been a few times when I'm just like, ah, yeah. good enough. <laughs> I've spent too much time on it. Good enough. I can't listen anymore. <laughs> That's how we are when we're writing the questions sometimes. We're like, please help me, Holly. Like, I cannot think of anything. So definitely understand that. <laughs> It's so funny that you say, you know, I can't listen to this anymore because I noticed a couple of times me replaying the sounds. I'll send it over to Sydney once it's published and we're, we try to listen back to our voices yeah. and we're like, we can't even listen I anymore. Really can't. I, Holly's the one that like edits it. I can't even listen to the beginning. Like it is so painful to me hearing my own voice. I hate it. It's hard. And then, you know, and when you're editing and you're listening over and over and over again, and, and, um, and I did one for work and um, I had sent it off to everybody and then I started listening to it again. And I was like, oh my God, could I have used that one word any more times? In <laughs> That's how Holly is. That's so funny. <laughs> oh my God. I probably only used it twice, maybe three times. And it just, you know, because you're hypersensitive to it, but no, I love it. Yeah. What'll be fun though is a year from now or 18 yeah. months from now, go back and listen to a couple of those really mm-hmm. early shows. Everybody finds a groove. Everybody takes time. And, you know, we've made no bones about the fact we practiced for a month before we ever recorded with anybody else. We had what we felt solid about. But boy, even if we listen back now, almost three years, (laughs) and you go back and listen to those first couple, it'll be a lot of fun. That's the fun stuff to look at, you know, when you you get there. It's like looking at your awkward teenage years. Oh, gosh. (laughs) You guys probably don't have awkward teenage pictures, but... Oh, no. trust me, I do. Middle school, I don't look at those pictures. I don't look at the middle school pictures Ugh. anymore. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm there with you. All right, well, Holly and Sydney, it is now time for everyone's favorite part of our show, which is the half-hour question connection. So each of you, we want to each answer these. What career did you guys dream of having when you were a child? As I already talked about it, I wanted to be a teacher. Um, I also, like, am obsessed with singing, and so I've always wanted to be kind of like a celebrity or like a singer or something like that. Um, it didn't work out. Um, maybe that will still happen. I'll be famous somehow. We'll see. <laughs> Stay tuned with that, I guess. Famous HR podcaster. Oh, I would love HR that. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, growing up, I always wanted to be a dental hygienist. Don't know the why behind it, why I would want to clean teeth all day, every day. Um, but that's just what happened. And I was actually before when I was a senior in high school, I was speaking and shadowing to the dental hygienist that I go to all the time. And I was pretty serious about it until I got into a uh, freshman year of college. So that's a first. That's, <laughs> yeah. that, that is yeah, that's true. Who's one person each of you have gained in your networks in the last year that you think more people should know? Everyone on our podcast, for the most part. One that like comes to mind is, well, is someone we had on our podcast, Will Steffen. And he's just like incredible. Like, There'll be some podcasts where Holly and I are like done with it and we just talk about the person for 15 minutes and like how much we love them. And that's what we did for Will. Um, Yeah, everyone should reach out to him. He's just like, I feel like he's just a perfect example of like what you should be like when you're in HR. Like he just loves his company so much and is willing to like do like the grunt work it takes, like is so just happy to be in that position. Um, so yeah, everyone should reach out to him. Um, he is so incredibly kind and I'm sure he'd be happy to talk to anyone. 
Yeah, really enjoyed him um, on the podcast, but um, I'm a huge Kristen Lambkin fan. She um, worked with my sister at Finish Line and got connected with her, and um, she has now moved to Car Global, but she just has so many aspects that fit into HR. She's so outgoing. She's very involved outside of her career, and like I said, she also has a podcast, and she was our first guest, and she's just so fun and energetic to talk to, and she's one of the people that if I could say what personality would fit best for someone in HR, I feel like she would be the one. So she's been a great connection. Someone tells you they're considering pursuing an HR degree. What advice do you give them? Okay. I have three things. Okay. One, <laughs> one is to network. That's like super important. And I don't think I realized it until this year, like with the podcast, like I would like network through all the activities and stuff. But now I'm like doing it more, I guess, like intentionally, you know, in a way, but it was like good intent still. Um, so networking is super important, um, especially in times like these where maybe, you know, all there's not a lot of job opportunities or stuff like that. Two is to get experienced in HR, you know, whether it's just, you know, an informational interview or whether it's like a full blown internship, you know, either one, just learning about HR is super important. My last one would be to become involved in SHRM. Um, I owe so much to SHRM. SHRM is just like my favorite thing ever, especially with like, our Sherm chapter at IU, um, I say for Holly and I, that just brought us a lot of opportunity. And I think last year really kind of like shaped us into how we are today. So I would say those are kind of like the three main things that have like really, really helped me out throughout uh, my college experience. Yeah, I would definitely um, suggest number one, do not think that HR is just the police. <laughs> there is so much to HR. Um, than just hiring, firing, you know, the people you go to when you're in trouble. There's so much to it than just that. Um, and I would definitely say that, you know, I know this is pretty cliche, but you definitely have to be a people person. There is aspects to HR where, you know, you're working with numbers or you're, you know, doing different paperwork and you're maybe not interacting with people all the time, but that's not all what it is. You're 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 on the front line. You're the one meeting candidates. You're the one that um, is keeping employees engaged. So I'd say huge people person um, and just ready to get out there. And I think really the third most important thing is um, you're not going to have the same thing every day. And I know we're students here, but um, I would just say that in my internship, I really saw my, um, ma- my manager. She handles different things every single day and her day is not the same. So, um, and I'm sure you guys can speak to that as well. I would just say, be ready for um, your day to be different every day. And I think that's what's very exciting about HR. How do you both enjoy giving back to your community or the HR community at large? I think for me, it's like helping out like other students. So like, whether it's like with this podcast or with my role as a peer educator, I tend to help out like a lot of HR students. So like they'll set up appointments with me and I'll kind of take them through I have a lot of people sign up for like internship, like search strategies and stuff like that. And I'll kind of take them through kind of like my experiences and, you know, connect them to any HR professionals um, that I know that, you know, that would be willing to help them. Um, Giving back to the HR community for me has been more of like mentoring students um, that currently go to IU. I, I have to touch on the podcast. I'm very proud of what we're doing and I hope that it is speaking to those students and giving back to them and, I'm just picturing myself in those shoes and wanting to get to uh, the spot that you guys are at today. I hope to that I'm giving back to the undergraduate students that are trying to get um, in that right career path to HR and um, really get their network on. 
What is your favorite movie? <laughs> I like looked at this and I was like, I just, I don't even know. I like <laughs> do not, I like watch movies, but I never like watch any movies like more than once. Like usually, like I'm really not into it. If I had to pick one, I would pick Parasite. I really love that movie. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I saw it like in the movie theater last year and it was just a whole experience. Like I remember just like gasping, crying. Like it was, uh, it's such a good movie. If you guys haven't seen it, like I will give you my Hulu information. You can go on there and watch it. It's, <laughs> it's so incredible. I love it so much. I need to rewatch it now. Honestly, that's like the one, like the only movie I'll like get excited about. Oh my gosh, Sydney, I love you. Um, burlesque, a hundred percent. And yes, I have seen that more than 10 times. So <laughs> How about your favorite musician or band? Ooh, easy. I think Holly can maybe agree with this too. Harry Styles, One Direction, Taylor Swift. I love them all. They're my favorite. (laughs) Uh, Lumineers, 100%. They came to Indianapolis in February, and it was so incredible. How about a favorite TV show? That's another one. I just, like, do not have, like, definitive answers for these. (laughs) Um... I can say I, I've been really into, okay, I like to call this TV genre like quirky singing shows. It's like so weird or like either quirky singing shows or like dating shows. Any of those I just like love. And by quirky singing shows, I mean like like The Masked Singer, if you guys have ever watched that. I just, I love that show so much. And like there's this other one too. I'm going to, you might have to edit this out. I'm going to talk a lot about it. But uh, <laughs> there's this show called I can see your voice and it's like the judges trying to guess if the person is like a good or bad singer. It's just such a good show. I love it so much. So quirky, quirky shows are my favorite. (laughs) Friends, How I Met Your Mother and Orange is the New Black. There you go. (laughs) Short and sweet. (laughs) Definitive. Yeah. (laughs) I can safely say Parasite and Burlesque have never been mentioned on this show. The Lumineers (laughs) have. I know that. And Friends comes up a lot. I've not seen the, what's the, I sing, I see your voice. Or it's like, I can see your voice. Okay. Yeah. I've not seen oh, that. Good. I've seen Mass Singer. That is incredibly entertaining right? and incredibly surprising sometimes who's involved in that. But if you're not watching these movies, if you're not listening to your, to your favorite music or watching these shows that you enjoy, what else do you like to do outside of class or internships and work? I can list things that I like, but probably have not been doing lately because I feel like, at the end of the day, like, I'm just tired and we'll watch Netflix. I say overall, like I mentioned, I love, like, singing and, like, musicals, anything, you know, involving that. I love sports, especially, like, basketball. I really hope I can um, attend some basketball games this year. Fingers crossed. Um, what else do I like? I, I, I feel like I forget everything I like. Um, I like exercising. I like baking. Yeah, those are kind of my main things. So mine is a little, a little unique, I guess, but um, I love to rollerblade and Zumba. <laughs> and I also um, am, am a huge outdoors person. I love to kayak, um, hike, you know, all that fun stuff. I didn't know rollerblades were still a thing. Yeah, <laughs> to be oh, honest. They are. Oh. <laughs> well, Bloomington has too many hills for that, oh, okay. so I wait until I go home. Finally, it is Holly Reeser and Sydney Evans Day all around the world. What are we doing to celebrate? For me, we're talking about HR because we love HR. <laughs> um, in terms of food, we're eating pizza, pepperoni pizza. That's my favorite. Um, anything chocolate for dessert. 
And then I would say we're going to a basketball game if we were able to go to a basketball game. That'd be like kind of my perfect day right there. And a musical, whenever musicals are back. So, um, you know, as I just mentioned, we'll probably be rollerblading. Of course, we're getting Mexican food with a margarita. And we're going to listen to either the Lumineers or EDM music. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that genre, the electric dance music. That is my fave. Um, And then, yeah, uh, just hanging out and doing anything outdoors as much as possible. Awesome. I appreciate the fact that you both have such different things you like to do. <laughs> so that's what, you know, Wendy and I get that a lot. And yeah. we, when we do things separately or talk, cause we have very different ideas of what the greatest day is too. And I, I appreciate <laughs> that. Holly and Sydney, again, I can't thank you enough for doing that's this. Awesome. I really am so excited to see where, the, where your show goes and where you all go professionally most of the listeners probably don't know you and that's not a bad thing, but they're going to know you now. If they want to get in touch, tell us how to get a hold of you. And then also how do they find the podcast? Yeah. I say to contact me. Um, I say you can connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, I say it's just linkedin.com slash HR Sydney Evans, but I'm sure they'll include it as well. Um, I say you can email me. It's just Sid Evans at IU.edu. And then to find the podcast, you can either, I always post it, you know, on my LinkedIn. So if you connect with me, you'll find it there. Um, we have an Instagram. Um, I think it's HR underscore sessions 2020, right, Holly? And then we also have a link tree and that's just HR sessions at the end of that. And I think that's, that's it. <laughs> How about you, Holly? Yeah, to contact me. So my LinkedIn, um, my name is R-E-E-S-E-R, which is my last name. So that's Holly Reeser with a Y. And then again, with the Instagram, um, the HR underscore sessions 2020 is very exciting because that's where we post our upcoming guests and allow people to ask questions for our guests. And like she said, there's a link tree. So that links to our, our anchor website webpage. And that also is the same for Spotify. So those are the different ways to connect with me. And then the email is HK as in kite reeser at IU.edu. We will have that in the show notes. And Wendy, how about you? What's the best way for listeners to find you out there? Uh, best way is on my blog, mydailyjourney.com, daily D as in dog, A-I-L-E-Y. And of course, the second and fourth Sunday of each month, you will find me on Twitter as part of our twice monthly Twitter chat. How about you, John? JohnThurman.com for all things John Thurman. And for the show, hrsocialhourpodcast.podbean.com. Listen, rate, review, share. Anything you can do to help us boost our signal and boost the signal for HR sessions. Again, yeah. shameless plug. We're going to be appearing on that show. We will certainly be sharing that when uh, when it arrives. But yeah. check check out what Holly and Sydney are doing. And if you're interested in talking to them, I'm sure they would uh, love to talk to you, too. International listeners, you know the deal. We're coming for you. We have, we have gifts and we, we want to connect. Again, ladies, thanks for being with us. So for the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast, I'm John. And I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect give back and network. network. Take care, everybody. We'll see you soon.